Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, this is Erica Ramirez, senior editor at Billboard. And with me for this week's episode of the Juice Podcast, I have Taj Ronnie, my main squeeze, my hey bae. She used to hate the word, but now she likes it, whatever. Um, she's the associate editor at BT.com. It's probably, what, your fourth time on the Juice Podcast? My third or fourth, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm right at home here. <laughs> so let's get right into it. I wanted to first and foremost talk about Chris Brown. Uh, his album came out this week. X came out. It's a sixth studio album. It's been a minute since Chris Brown put out an album. Clearly, he's been going through some stuff. A lot of it. A lot of stuff. A lot of feelings um, also. So I had a stream of the album, as many journalists did, a week before the release. And at first listen, like, I really thought, I, I still do think it's a solid album. It's a little too long for me. It's seven tracks too long. So I understand, but I understand why it is. Uh, In my opinion. Well, the deluxe version. It's lengthy, I assume, because also he hasn't put out an album in a couple of years and he has been gone and he has gone through shit. So that's understandable. I think the middle chunk I could do without. I'm, I love kind of the beginning, close to the end. I have to say that I really don't like listening to albums that are more than like 14 tracks. I really like them to actually just be 12 or 13. Um, with this, I think that since we know about five or six of the singles, I feel like those should have been put on a deluxe version and we should have gotten all the songs that we haven't heard yet. Um, like, what is it? Loyal's on the album, which I mean, I get it was like one of his biggest hits. Right. Love More, the Nicki Minaj collaboration. I believe it's another song that he released or maybe just those two aren't on the deluxe version of X. Loyal is definitely oh, on. And don't think they know with Aaliyah is on a yes, deluxe version. Yes, on the deluxe version. So that makes sense to put it on the deluxe version. True. Since it was lengthy, I kind of ignored the additional tracks and just focused on the standard version. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because I'm biased and I'm a big fan of Kendrick, but I'm a big fan of Autumn Leaves. I'm actually... You know, to my surprise, a really big fan of drunk texting with, yeah. Um, I think it's just because the beat caught me, and I do think that she actually did compliment him on this, and I'm, I'm not her hugest, hugest fan, but I, I do think it was a good fit, and I really um, took to that song when I heard it. Of course, songs on 12 play with Trey songs. 
is absolutely one of my favorite. And if you heard, if people do not know, Taj is. I'll just say she's a big fan of Trey songs. I am. Interviewed him together. She's interviewed him on for BT. So she is a very huge fan. I will give you that. It's a good song. I think that um my personal opinion was that uh it was a Trey songs song that he had been holding or something and then passed along because the production really speaks to a lot of the stuff off his mixtapes. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it's solid. I feel like the lyrics are a little too cheesy for me, but I, the sound is so good. Though. But Chris Brown can get away with being cheesy. But the song is so good. Okay. Like sonically, just smiling just like, yeah, I mean the throwback Gushing. to the eighties was like really cool. So I'm here for it. But we both agree that the R Kelly joint don't need it is unnecessary and a little slightly creepy if you consider their personal lives what i felt was that even though r kelly co-wrote it that this should have actually been the duet with trey songs i mean they're going to end up probably doing it as a duet when they go on tour anyway um if they were going to do anything but um yeah it just makes me a little uncomfortable um just the content that R. Kelly specifically is singing about, considering right. numerous court cases. Um, so uh, there's a skeevy factor that I do I don't <laughs> that you I couldn't help but feel when. Yeah, and um, I mean it's a good song, but it's not one that I'm going to be able to play over and over and over again because it's a bit right. much. So we talked about this a little bit offline before we started recording, but. No, seeing that we're talking about their personal lives or hinted on it. I've been asking myself as I'm seeing reviews of the album and just Chris Brown talk is when do we stop talking about or bringing up Rihanna when we talk about Chris Brown? And I think that before we get into that, I think that clearly you, we do talk about an artist's personal life, especially when it's out in the public and they make an album which is actually, like, I feel like this album is very honest. There, there's some stories in here that we could draw conclusions to on who it's about or connected to his personal life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that will always be, and I think he's, he's said it before, where he's, he's an artist that's always in the public eye. So people will talk about his personal life. But in relation to Rihanna, at least, you know, well, Taj, you tell me, when do you think or should people even stop bringing up Rihanna when we talk about Chris Brown? I think that um, this time around, unfortunately, because there are so many stories about domestic violence happening in the media right now, that it may be something that people are talking about a little bit more than they may have had the Ray Rice situation in the NFL not been going through what they're going through. Um, That's not to say that he'll ever be able to escape it. His name and Rihanna's name are always going to be connected that situation from 2009 is always going to be a part of his story a little bit more than hers. Right. Um, You know, you're not going to bring it up to her really because it's offensive. You make her relive the past. Um, So why do we make him relive the past? I think because he was the aggressor. People think that it's okay to bring it up time and time and time again. You know, we've seen him act out and deal with his temper. Now, for me, I can be completely honest. I didn't listen to any of his music until Fame. What was it Fame Fortune? What was it? Fame. Till Fame came out. Um, 
If it was on, in, if he was on in the car, I would have people change the radio station. I would avoid it at all costs right. because I thought that it was crazy what he did to her. Plus, you know, we also have seen the photo evidence time and time and time again. Right. Um, but I feel like if Rihanna found it in her at a certain point, which we saw on um, Oprah, and you know, obviously they have been on and off now, off since uh, probably about 2012. I felt like. I'm not in a place to really judge him in his actions if the person that he committed a crime against did accept some type of apology and has accepted him back. And I mean, really, who are we to judge people anyway? And that's not saying that anybody's actions are right. But, you know, doing what we do, you have to be able to listen to things and totally take your emotions out of it when you're writing a review on it. And sometimes it just comes down to it being about the music. Now, if people don't want to listen to him, I totally and completely get it. Because it was a tragic situation. But at the same time, he has gone to therapy. He just recently openly spoke to Sway about it. And he is taking care of issues that he can now admit that he had before, after, and, and you know, in present day. Right. He, well, he told us, he told the Lord for our, for his cover story, or we asked him, like, when does when will the talk stop? And he pretty much said that it won't. I mean, they're both big public figures, so I don't. I think that he knows that it's going to follow him. Well, I respect that he recognizes that that it's just something that he has to live with. And I think that also, you know, the reason that this altercation is bigger than other domestic abuse altercations is because Rihanna is Rihanna and we know her name. We know her face. We know she is a public figure with unfortunately other cases go unheard of or investigated or even talked about because those girls are not as known, which is unfortunate. But I think that also has a lot to do as to why it's still brought up. Um, But so we could go back to talking about X, do you think that if it doesn't sell as much as Fortune, I think that, I mean, okay, if it doesn't sell as much as Fortune, is it, or would you consider it a fail? It could, you know, he could go number one next week, which he's not because Barbara Streisand is supposed to take that spot. But if he were to go number one and it still sold less than his previous album, I think it just says a lot about the trends and uh, music culture these days. I don't really think it has to do with it being an unsuccessful project. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that you, let's change the subject. We wanted, you wanted to talk Chill. about Robin Thicke. Guys, she's putting, I'm all for. I know, I'm she's all putting for. it on me. <laughs> she's putting all this on me. I'm all for, but you um, brought this up offline. If Robin Thicke, well, why don't you, why don't you introduce this topic? Why did you kind of want to discuss what's going on with Robin Thicke? I just, he's just out here. I, yeah, I, I, it was just like, a, it was a random thought and all this stuff with him going on in the media this week where it's like he's, you know, doing the depositions, talking about he was drunk at every interview he did last year. You know, everybody's acting surprised. I thought everybody knew he was kind of like a playboy and that's what he did. But um, basically, at some point, he said that he was kind of jealous that he didn't really write the biggest hit of his career and that that was more Pharrell than him. Um and I just, I feel a little, I feel kind of bad for him. He had a, he's had a rough time. He's, he's having we, a okay. moment. I think we all knew he was a little drugged up or drunk. I mean, I knew, cold. but like. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But that's what I'm saying. Like people doing all these um, press these, interviews. These reactions online are hysterical because people are like, oh my God, it's so tra Like it's. Could you not tell? Exactly. He doesn't wear those shades for no reason. <laughs> like he's usually right. I mean, not all there, which is sad. And it's sort of like you, you. Well, how do you feel about Robin Thicke now knowing that, knowing that one of his biggest hits was not even written or had a lot of input of his? I don't care, you know, and I and I don't care because I think that he had established himself and has long established himself as a really respected songwriter. Um, and that's something you can't take away from him, but you know, that's one hit. And like Pharrell said, um, in the deposition, you know, artists, a lot of times come in, change a few things up, get credits. We know that some of everyone's favorite artists do that kind of stuff all the time. So I don't, you know, you can't judge an artist off whether or not they write all their stuff, you know, Beyonce doesn't write all her stuff. Chris Brown doesn't write all his stuff. Rihanna, I don't know if she writes any of her stuff really at no. all. But do I do I judge him for not writing the biggest hit of his career? No. But I think the thing that at least that kind of irks me, not necessarily angers me, it just irks me that he just, the minute that song came out, he was out here with that song. As if, as if he had like, yeah, prideful, he owned it. Well, yeah, as prideful he, of that song with all his, some consider rapey lyrics. Like he was happy and out here with that song so i think that's what irks me is that like at least you know beyonce shouts out new artists or she shouts out people that she works with that aren't as and as known like boots uh, for example so like i respect that but when you're just out here owning something that wasn't necessarily all you like that's the and, ego and it's not like you're also he's not out here saying or he didn't need to give credit to an unknown artist it's pharrell like you're gonna like pharrell did it do be humble that ego that humble would have helped that humble would have helped right now absolutely but it's like i think for someone to admit that they were in such a drunk drugged up haze for a year that on top of ego and clearly on top of all that trying to keep his life at home together I you know I feel kind of bad. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Also, because after that album, after I and mean, we, you and I and Joseph talked about Paula that uh, that, that album, he should that, have named yeah, Robin. <laughs> that you know we talked about that album and it was just all him. Although he says it was all about her, you know, it's just after all that, it's just, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though we all kind of assumed that he was a little bit in a haze, it makes sense. But I don't feel bad 
I mean, even the Paula situation didn't make me feel a little bad, but this, uh, no, like handle your business. Oh, okay. <laughs> Erica's a tough one today. I'm I'm feeling all soft, and I generally don't. And I'm like, oh, I feel kind of. You know who I don't feel soft about is uh, Music Soul Child. See, he's got to go. What's his name? What's his new name? Hustle. No, it's not even that. It's Wait, hustle. no. What's the name? What's the name? No, it, it's the hustle, but it's not even that. It's spell it. Hold exactly. on, guys. She has, Erica has to spell it for exactly. you. Exactly. It's not that. H u s e l. H u s e l. It's not even that it's the hustle. It's the fact that he thought that he needed to be a stereotypical rapper and misspell the word when you are a well-known singer-songwriter. I'm really wondering. I'm mad. And maybe and maybe this is still some hope. I'm really hoping this is just like a big practical joke on everyone. Well, he so he performed as the hustle in July. In I New saw York, that. And... With that hat. Is it a hat? A crown? Bat ears? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he performed in all leather, right? In all leather um, in Soho. And from what I read, it didn't look like those in attendance knew that they were getting the hustle. They knew they thought they were getting music soul child. No! Yes. Oh, I'd have been mad. (laughs) I would have been mad. So he performed. And it sounded like they loved Confused. But still... So they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. And I'm not mad you being a big fan of Trey songs. You know that there's some singers out here that can rap. Some, crazy enough, rap better than those that call themselves just a rapper. I'm not mad at that. I'm mad <laughs> that he misspelled the shit. I'm also <laughs> mad that he... She's really stuck on the spelling. Like She was yes, really mad about I'm this guy. <laughs> Yesterday she was really pissed. Also... He, when being interviewed, um, I believe earlier last week, he and he explained the name. He brought up that he is now going to pursue a career in rap because R and B is struggling. So this is so. If that is in fact what he felt, why would you wait until you see R and B really, you know? kicking ass so that's what I, so to that's, become a rapper like right. if you wanted to talk about r&b struggling go back to when edm was really popping in the genre then talk to us but but the thing about it too is just because your r&b your personal brand your songs music you've been making may be struggling doesn't mean that the brand itself is and being right. a rapper with sunglasses and bad ears is not going to do anything so not saying anything about that hat um <laughs> I, I tweeted this when I found when I was going when I was watching the interview, I think it says more about him than it does about R and B for you to use that excuse that R and B is struggling, and also that there's more of a hip hop feel to R and B when there is Frank Ocean, Miguel, everyone God, right now, all these new artists that yes, some do implement hip hop as they have been for a minute now, but they're also mm-hmm. doing a more like alternative very lo-fi r&b sounds so that's not not necessarily true his excuse is bull because again just because your brand may not be something that people are picking up doesn't mean that it's the entire genre don't make excuses like i said that says more about him so then do you not know how to evolve in these times that you can make a sound that no one is saying that you need to make a sound as all these other r&b singers but you I don't even think it's about evolution. I think it's about him wanting to fit in. Because the thing is, he has 
a niche. He has somewhere he can be. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I want to go see a tour with like a Jill Scott and a Maxwell, I'd expect him to be somewhere close. I might expect him to be there. Like the essence crowd, that WBLS older crowd, like you have a space and own it. I I mean, you have a space and own it. And you're a songwriter. So you could be getting checks on checks on checks. Do you think that turning into T-Pain is going to save it? You and your bat ears need to go back to square one, (laughs) square one and do the music that people love people. And the thing was, when people realized what was going on, fans were really devastated because it's like, yo, I really love him. Right. No, I am a, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Music Soul Shop. I am not a fan of The Hustle. The Hustle. H-U-S-E-L. I'm not a fan of The Hustle. I don't even know what that, that means. And it doesn't it mean. <laughs> but the fact, that, and the thing also, like you said, it's about not being comfortable and where you are in your space. It's like, not only did you change your name. You totally wear clothes that you don't want people to recognize you in. Again, I'm not talking about the hat. I can't handle that hat. So I'm not even going to talk about it. It's a hat, guys. It's a hat or a crown or bad ears that or are leather. All, or all three. <laughs> but We're I'm not just sure. saying that if I can pretty much say that Frank Ocean's sophomore album won't sound like the first album. I know. Miguel came out and it did not sound like the R&B that we were listening to or thought we were going to get. You have The Weeknd, you have like new artists, you have Sam Smith. You see that Usher is going through it a little bit. I saw him tell you that he, you know, pushed his album all the way back. So, you know, I think... No longer scheduled. Yeah. that. So I think that it's part of those who are a little bit older trying to adjust and deciding whether or not they're going to follow their hearts and do the music that they know and love, or if they're just going to do music that feeds into what the culture quote unquote wants. However, the problem here is there's no one around them telling them that they're two people that have sort of made a way in the cultures that they occupy. But I'm sleep and I'm going to let them do their things. But I do think it has something a little bit to do with age a little bit. I can understand if he or someone else feels a little about a little insecure of their sound, which has, in my opinion, not evolved. Mm-hmm. But you also have to take risks and explore other sounds. And I'm I'm gonna close with this here. I think it says a lot no to the from Tosh. lost art and the function of A and R's. You know, I think a lot of artists now use the internet as their A and R's and which is great to be able to gauge right away what people like, what people don't like. But there are professionals that are underutilized now um, that are here to do that, that are here to help you. And that's all I've got to say. That's that's that's. You're dropping the mic. Don't drop the mic. Though. I won't really drop the mic, but if you could see me, just open well, my My last words is I'm still angry at Music Soul Child. He has leather ears. <laughs> leather bat ears thank you Taj for <laughs> being a guest on yet another episode of, of the Juice course. Podcast hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.